In the name of God, our Creator, Redeemer, and Sanctifier. Amen. Please be seated. Let us be the ones who returned, the lepers who turned back to give thanks. Remember that because that's really my whole sermon in a fairly short sentence. My name is Stephen Charleston. I'm very honored to have a chance to be here today to share this message with you. I want to thank everyone who uh, invited me to be a part of this, especially uh, my sister Judith Connolly for welcoming me here and inviting me to come uh, for uh, all of the people who are attending this important meeting, uh, Vivian and Dorothy who organized it and uh, made it such a success. I greet all of my relatives, all of my relations from many different nations and tribes from Canada and the United States who have been meeting here at the cathedral. And I want to thank all of you who are members of the cathedral for welcoming this meeting here in your home and for helping to facilitate it and support it. It has been a meeting of Native American men and women from all around the United States and Canada who've come together to discuss some of the most important issues about the healing that must take place among our people. So there are different levels to this meeting that has been occurring. One of those levels is a strategy uh, opportunity for people to gather and talk about the issues and the problems that Native American peoples, First Nations peoples, face in their respective countries, and to work together to come up with ideas, constructive, listen, constructive, creative ideas that will reach out and re-mend re the hoops of these nations that have been so broken over the centuries, and to allow dignity and help and support to flow into these communities. So it's been a very important time because it's a time of planning, a time of dialogue, time of sharing. All of that, all of that has been going on. And you should have been there as I was able to be yesterday to hear some of the stories that came out of the voices of the, of the women in particular who were there sharing their feelings, their own life experience. Listen, not something theoretical, not something that was drawn up by some committee or some resolution alone, but something from the heart, something from the soul, and from the spirit of these women who've grown up in communities that have suffered greatly and suffer still, but who have not given up hope, who have not stopped believing that a better world is possible for their children and their grandchildren. So I honor these Native women and feel proud to be among them today and proud to be here in your cathedral to share a bit of their story for that story is not just about the planning for another church conference to deal with yet more issues that we all Christians face in our lives every day. As noble as that effort has been and as important, that alone does not tell the whole story of what brings us to this church today. For the reason for this gathering and the purpose for it, is to address something deeper still. It is to address a history that still shadows this continent 
this hemisphere, a history that is ancient and pervasive and difficult and demeaning and sorrow-filled. The doctrine of discovery is one of the main things that brought these Native folks together here in this cathedral. The doctrine of discovery that only recently on the October date when we remember Columbus are we reminded that it's still there, part of our collective consciousness, listen, part of our collective history, that somehow this vast, wonderful world of Native America was discovered, discovered by Christopher Columbus, as though it had been somehow lost. And he alone, through his great genius, was able to find an entire hemisphere. And how fortunate for Columbus and his financial backers that those who were there on the land were no threat. In his earliest journals, listen, in his earliest journals, he wrote with glee that the men and women he had found in this new land were no real threat to the power that he could possess. They didn't have the firepower to contest Columbus. And Columbus wrote back to his backers, and with only a few men and few weapons, we can make them do whatever we want. And so they did, over and over and over again across North America and Central America and South America, with a simple amount of firepower and technology, they could bend to their wills, these conquerors, those innocent native men, women, and children who fell before them like ripe wheat and whose blood still moistens the soil of the ground on which we walk. So what do we do with that, you and I? Do we simply stay in that tragic history alone and remember the doctrine of discovery as though it were sealed into our collective fates with no hope of reconciliation or redemption? No, no, for we are the lepers who turned around We are the lepers who turned around and in so doing realized that the greatest discovery was not the mythic, triumphant discovery of colonial capitalism, but the discovery that was made by Christ Jesus. Lo, those thousands of years ago, in a time not so unlike our own, when there were men and women who were considered beyond the pale, when there were other human beings who, through their own Lives and through no fault of their own were set beyond the pale and cast out as though they were non-humans, cast out like the indigenous people of the Americas, cast out like the African slaves who were brought to these shores, cast out like all men and women who are outcast and considered unworthy to be in our polite company. And it was to those men and women that Jesus stretched out his hand of hope and healing, his mercy, and in so doing, proclaimed for all who would be aware, there are 
no outcasts among the followers of Christ. Under the banner of Jesus, every human being must be treated with dignity and their integrity must be respected. Had Columbus been a Christian, he would not have written home, I have found people we can cast out and treat as we choose. He would have written home, I found other men and women, other human beings. What a miracle, what a discovery. Other people whose lives are not so unlike our own. Others from whom we can learn. And others that will broaden the scope of our love, that our faithfulness to Christ may reach to the ends of the earth. What was discovered by that leper that made him turn around was not that his skin had somehow been made clean. What he discovered was the love of another human being that could transcend his status in society, that could transcend his history, that could transcend that place to which he had been consigned and redeem him and renew him not only in body but in spirit and in soul. For Jesus saw no outcasts, only other human beings. The discovery we're here to celebrate is not the tawdry discovery of an imagined explorer named Christopher Columbus, who bequeathed to you and I only sorrow. We are here to celebrate the discovery of Jesus, of Nazareth, who taught us all that we are one family, one nation, one hope one new beginning. Amen.